What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to check out the podcast, which drops at 3 p.m. on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and everywhere else. Podcasts are a thing. Uh, we're still doing our quarantine respectable safety, social distancing rules and all that. So Nico is appearing live via Anchor. What's up, little brother? Uh, you know, we're still out here surviving the apocalypse like as per usual. I like it. And then as always, I am Corey DLG. This is Nerd Thug Radio, and uh, it's the start of a new week. Start of a new week. Another opportunity to get it going the best way possible, the nerdiest way possible, with Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, so what's been up, man? How was the weekend? Uh, it's been good. A surprisingly lax weekend for me, which is unusual in these times. Yes, you're uh, you're in high demand. It's true. My efforts are required elsewhere. You're a um, you're a big deal. <laughs> That's what I like to say to myself. Listen, someone's got to say it to you, right? <laughs> uh, so, what have you been up to? What's the what's what's been going on? Uh, no, it's just to uh, get together with the boys. Hadn't seen them in a while. Okay, uh, all right. The boys yeah. are back in town. I like it. Okay. The boys have returned to the town. This is true. Respect. Uh, and then I've just been just been hitting the Netflix hard on the weekends uh, when I have free time. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing some streaming myself this week. I had a I had a little bit of time, and I was like, um, I guess I'll put something on. And I've watched two, I've been watching two different shows, and I'm kind of in, I I get it. I'm enthralled in both of them. I get it. Um. The Expanse, and then Vikings. Mm. Now, Expanse was originally a sci-fi show, and then after the third season, uh, sci-fi bailed on it, and Amazon picked it up. And I think they, I think Amazon just did a fifth season of it. Wow. There's either four or five seasons already on Amazon right now. Uh, I'm still in season two of that one. It's, uh, it's really interesting one of the things that sneaks up on you is that Thomas Jane is in it. And I, I like Thomas Jane. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his from his early Punisher work. Um, so he, I was kind of in when, when I was like, hey, that, that's Thomas Jane. That's weird. Okay. All right. I'm interested. Um, also, it's very – the world they've built seems pretty straightforward. It doesn't feel very complicated. It's very interesting. In the expanse, I, I always appreciate sci-fi worlds that aren't complicated. Yeah, because it's really easy to go like too like too many steps too far when you're building a sci-fi world. Where you're like, there's robots, and then the robots gain sentience, and then they do this, and now they do this, and then there's a rebellion, but then they beat the rebellion, and now and then you're like, okay, well, okay, so when like what do I need to know to watch? Right, where, where am I allowed to start? Right, and in, in the expanse is pretty interesting. They've colonized Mars. They're in the process of terraforming it. Um, there are people who grow up in outer space on the space colonies who mm-hmm. provide the minerals and the ice for either Mars or Earth. And these three yeah. groups, Earth, Mars, and the Belters, are kind of stuck in this tense triangle situation where they're perpetually on the brink of war with each other. 
And so it's like fascinating. Right. Well, that sounds like the concept of Gundam. The original series of Gundam was that they have space colonies and the people who grew up and have lived their entire lives in space don't really want to abide by the rules of set by the Earths anymore. Because <laughs> they're yeah, like, I well, think, I mean... I think in the Expanse, the... Mars is separate. Like, it's not under Earth rule. But, yeah, it definitely isn't because Earth has an ambassador that they send to the embassy in Mars. Yeah. So that part's kind of interesting. So it's like a... It's, is it, like, political... It's political, but the story is also really, really easy because while the they only use one or two characters to do the political stuff on the backside, you, you get it all from the point of view of this Indian woman who works for, like, the UN. And she's, mm-hmm. like, she's super brutal, but she's very, like, compelling in how she gets the job done. Uh, but the main plot of the story that you're following, there's a mining ship. They find a distress beacon. Uh, they try to ignore it, but the law says if you pass a distress beacon, you have to go, and somebody reports in the distress beacon log. So now they're obligated to go check it out. And mm. they send over like a team of six people to go check it out, and while that team of six is looking at the abandoned ship that's messed up, um, this other spaceship comes out of nowhere and blows up their their tanker that they were all on. Oh, And so the story in the beginning is about these five people, these six people, five or six people and how they like, they survive and what it takes. And like, they're stuck in the middle between this triangle and they don't know who to trust. Right. The colonies, they don't don't know who actually blew up earth. Right. They don't actually know who blew up their ship. So they don't know if it was the the secret fourth party. The <laughs> there actually is a fourth party in the show and it's kind of a really fun I don't know uh, it's funny to me I'm going to put it that way it's funny to me it's probably accurate I don't know um, it's the Mormons ah, they, they would seek independence okay so Look, if, Utah, life, if Utah could be annexed like away or like yeah. become its own thing yeah they yeah. would totally do it they would totally uh, 200, 200% so in real life it recently came out that the Mormon Fund might be the largest investment fund in the world, and it also might be breaking laws and protections granted by religious investment rules and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. because they're not actually investing the money in things, and then they're also like buying stock with it, and then they're buying land and developing the real estate. Like It turns out the investment firm might be like the biggest um, – like it might be worth like a trillion dollars, which is like hundreds of billions more than we anyone thought it could be worth, kind of a thing. Right. Um, that's in modern day real life. Okay. Um, Google it. It's an interesting story. It it has a lot of potential ramifications about taxes and stuff like that for the Mormon Church. They could be in trouble in the years down the road. Um, but in the expanse, they're building a massive colony ship to shoot off into an unknown area of space. Because they believe John Smith and Jesus have, have, have pointed them in that direction. Oh, I understand. So they are paying like this former terrorist guy who's running like a shipbuilding station. They're paying him to build this giant spaceship for all of the Mormons to ride off into space. Oh, that's a good time. 
it's the weirdest thing, and I think it's hilarious to me because it does feel very Mormony. Also, when the Mormons show up in the show, they are the polite suit wearing, have I told you about John Smith kind of guy. Right. Mormons are nice people. Yeah, it's just really funny how like they're portrayed exactly how they are in real life in this show that's like a thousand years in the future. Yeah, no, I, I, like I, I doubt anything would change really. <laughs> yeah, they're in no hurry. They're fine. Yeah, think think thousand years in the future. If they're at one trillion now, like imagine where they'd be a thousand years. They'd have the money already. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, can we build another spaceship too? <laughs> what if there's more Mormons? <laughs> Mormons, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, apparently they like they looked at some satellite data and they found some worlds that they think are like Earth-like, and they're gonna go make them a Mormon planet. Ah, nice. The Mormons would do that. It does. It seem. It really feels like they would. And so there's this whole like. It's probably not meant to be funny. It's probably an important plot point. I'm only one season into the expanse. However, every time a Mormon shows up on screen, I laugh a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, ah, the Mormons. <laughs> ah, those guys. Oh, those guys. It always makes me remember the YouTube clip where the two Mormon dudes are like, they are deep in like uh, the poor uh, black area of the South. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're doing their Mormon thing. They're on a mission trip. They're there to convert people. Well, on, on their bicycles. Yeah. And so they get challenged to a basketball game. And these mm-hmm. two Mormon dudes go off in full suits, go off. With their short sleeved uh, white shirts and ties. Yes. They take the jackets off. They, uh, they put on tennis shoes and they hoop and they hoop hard. And like one of them dunks. Wow. Yeah. Like, like. Who said Mormons can't dunk? Yeah, forget white people. Who said Mormons can't dunk? They're on it. Like, it was was awesome. Just because, like, you don't see it coming at all. They're like, you guys want to play? And they're like, we can play next? And they're like, yeah, do you want to? And he was like, we would love to play next. (laughs) Little did they know, they play the meanest 2v2 basketball on the planet. Balling. Like, you could put any kind of hip-hop music behind it and make the video. Balling! Like, it was crazy. Um, but yes, yeah, so the Vikings is also interesting so far. Oh. The Vikings one is kind of a little bit more... It's a little bit more going on in this one. It's a little bit of a... Um, Would you hearken it to, like, a Game of Thrones? Like, a lot of things happening at once? Not necessarily, like, high fantasy, but... It's not high fantasy. It's historical drama. What's interesting, though, is not no no. There's not a lot going on at once. It's directly the story of one dude. Oh okay. And like his like rise to greatness. Um, I'm eight episodes into the first season. Uh, it's just what's interesting is like he's got this unyielding like faith in himself and in his gods, where he's like Thor will guide us and Odin protect us and blah. Like he's he is deep in it. And, um, yeah, somehow this, like, intense confidence just keeps paying off for him. Like, he hasn't, like, he's just not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's really weird. There's a lot of, like, spiritualism to it this first season. Um, and very early on, 
so he's come up with a way to travel to navigate going west. And he'll be the first Viking to go that direction. The Northmen don't. They know that there's lands to the to the east of them, and so they tip. They regularly ride east and raid the kingdoms and villages to the east of them. Yeah, he wants to go west because he's heard rumors of a country called England. But mm. it's across an ocean, and the Vikings believe there's nothing on the other side of the ocean. So they're like, you'll get lost once you hit the water. Like, how are you going to navigate it? And he comes up with a pretty ingenious way of navigating um, the oceans using a sundial. Ah. And so by using the sundial, he basically is able to stay on a straight line going west. Until he gets somewhere? Until he hits England. And the first time he hits England, this, I mean, it's his great fortune. He comes across a monastery. So it's a bunch of unarmed monks and then just giant piles of gold and gold things. Because the church needs to roll. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes a, uh, he takes, he finds one of the monks is actually speaking, um, I guess, whatever language they are, Saxon or Northern or I don't know. But he's like, hey, how do you speak my tongue? And he's like, I'm a man who has traveled many places uh, to spread the word of God. And he's like, okay, cool. So he keeps him as a slave. Well, this guy is going through a whole journey where he's like, God has forsaken me with these savages who believe in these, you know, in this family of gods and blah, blah, blah. The Viking way is very, it's really intriguing. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I wanted to watch the show is I've seen a lot of like, articles talking about how the show Vikings is historically accurate with how it portrays the women. Like, women were equal citizens in the Viking community. Yeah, they were, they were integral to their societies. Yeah, and so, like, um, there's just a lot of things where the women are able to testify in court. They're not owned. They're not property. There's, like, it's, like, the couples are fighting. It's not like, I said do this, so we do this. Like, they're bickering. Like, she wants to go west with him when he's going, and he's like, "Well, who's going to watch the farm and the kids and all that? Like, I need someone I can trust here, which means it has to be you." Like, it's this really intriguing dynamic that you don't see historically in other societies, other cultures. Uh, it's just a lot of cool stuff that goes on in this in this show, um, and it really makes it interesting and worth watching because you don't. It's a very different way to do things. So for this priest who's Growing up in society where women are second class and, you know, they don't do, like, court and things like that. So, like, literally the Earl sat around and decided a bunch of criminal matters for himself. Like, ruled on what people had to do to to, to make atones for their crimes against the community. Things like that. Like, you never see stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting concept. Uh, also on Amazon Prime, if you wanted to watch a cool Viking anime, which is uh, pretty cool, is uh, Vinland Saga. Vinland uh, Saga? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the story of a, of a warrior who abandons war and he wants to start, like, a peaceful life but then is, like, drug back into, like, fighting and then uh, his son has to, like, basically like, carry his mantle after, like throughout the years. It's a pretty sad it ends really interestingly but it's an interesting story about like uh the time that like the viking of of the vikings and like how they operated like going from place to place the mercenaries and like 
the times they were paid and stuff. It was interesting. It, it definitely is. The, the story of the Vikings is an interesting one. That essentially they're, in many ways, they're progressive and leaders of modern law and modern court and things of that nature. And then in other ways, like their entire they economy were... is based on just showing up and raiding and raping everybody. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of really weird. At one point, the priest is discussing with um, with the main character, the priest is a slave technically, and he's like, but you, you treat me really well. And he said, yes. He goes, so am I a free man or am I a slave? And he goes, what's the difference? And he's like, well, they're I've noticed in this community that some people treat their slaves worse than dogs. And he goes, have I treated you worse than dog? And he said, well, no, but like, um, a, a free woman can't be raped, but a slave woman can be. He's like, I've seen some differences and he's like, it's true. There are differences. And he's like, which am I? And he's like, I'll decide later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Interesting about the priest. There's a priest that gets captured in Vinland saga. And he basically, they, they drag him along like the rides of, and he's always talking about his love of God. And, like, as they, like, drag him through the horrors of war, he, like, slowly loses his faith. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of right. Like, that's sort of the point of bringing someone along like that. Like, the Viking gods were known to be cruel and war-friendly. And, you know, the Christian god at that point necessarily wasn't. So the priests aren't necessarily equipped to handle that. Right, and they always... They... It's really messed up. They keep asking him, like, throughout the show, like, so what did, What would your God think of this? How is, how is your God this? Yeah, because they, they do the same thing in Vikings where, well, he asks a lot about their God. They don't really ask about his. It's almost like they're more polite than he is. Like, <laughs> he's kind of like, tell me more about this Thor guy. And they're like, listen, dude. All right, fine. We'll tell you about Thor. <laughs> but, like, they don't ask a lot of questions about his God. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, they always they always mock him afterwards. So <laughs> they're like, "Well, he loves all his children." He's like, "Well, that sounds stupid." Like, I pray to the guy that prays for my safety in battle. That's dumb. <laughs> Why would I want my enemies protected? That's stupid. Right. Yeah. And Which is a like, good point, right? Like, right. I'm hoping he. I hope he takes a sign. I hope it's mine. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Um, so we've just been watching a lot of TV this, this week, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. It's good to know we're being really productive. It's good to know that. Look, it's part, it's part of life. Um, we had a contest going on this, this last two weeks. Yeah. Um, the winner is going to be announced on the Facebook page. Any minute now, I'm gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna post at around two thirty. So any minute now on the Facebook page, we're gonna post a winner, and I'm gonna reach out to the winners and start getting them set up for their prizes and get addresses and all that. Um, it's an exciting. It was an exciting contest, and we're building up for another one. We're gonna announce it on Friday. Oh, this is um, a big one. This is a big one. This is a big deal. Now Friday is. Uh, you guys are in for a treat. It's the three hundredth episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Man, we've been doing this for way too long. <laughs> Four years, 300 episodes. That's a pretty good rate. That's a crazy rate. That is crazy. Especially considering the first year we did like 40 episodes. 
Yeah, because we only because we started in April and we did one a week. Yeah. So in three years, we basically have done 260 episodes. <laughs> Insanity. Yeah, for sure. At least one of us is crazy. For sure. <laughs> At least one of us. At least one of us. And I, I got to think it's you. <laughs> probably. It's certainly not me. I know what I'm doing. I don't. So probably. I don't either, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't either. Um, yeah, I definitely think this is, it's kind of a crazy thing, right? Like this whole Nerd Thug Radio. What's been your favorite thing about Nerd Thug Radio so far? Uh, just like, well, like the experience of it all, like doing all the things that we've done, like over the years, it's just been really cool. The people we've met along the way, like it's just been an experience that like no other, it's just really, really cool. It really has been kind of a crazy thing. I hope we get back to cons this year. I hope I hope that happens. I think in twenty twenty one when cons come back, I um, I want I want Nerd Thug Radio to be a big part of that. Um, I definitely have been enjoying this. My you know it's been it definitely has become the thing where I think like oh this is what we could do for the rest of our lives kind of a thing. Right. So I definitely think that that is a big thing to say. Like I don't take that lightly. Um. I think my favorite thing so far has maybe been interviewing the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Oh, going specific. I think it was such a weird moment, right? Like, yeah, no, for sure. And then it was, it was then, so cool. <laughs> it was so cool, but, but also because like he gives us, he gave us really good radio too. Like he, he talks right. about how, he shouldn't have gone to WCW, how that was a big mistake for him. Like, I don't know that I've ever heard him say that anywhere else. Right. I've heard him say WCW wasn't his favorite time, that he shouldn't have left WWE, and that he should have talked to Vince McMahon, and blah, blah, blah. I've heard him say all that before, but I had never heard him say just outright, like, I shouldn't have gone to WCW. Worst mistake of my career. Right. Like, that's a, that's, a, that's a big difference. That's a hard line. That's a stance. That is a stance, and so that was something he took on our show. I thought that was really fantastic for us, um, but also I just thought it was really interesting that he felt so strongly. Yeah, no, I mean um, it was. He talks about it in the interview too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I recommend checking that out. Maybe, maybe Nico can dig out the link for that and put that up somewhere. Um, we've talked to Rudy Tomjanovich. That's yeah. It. That is a huge one on the old uh, holy smokes list. Right. It was kind of random where it's like, it's like, and Rudy Tomjanovich. So what the? Well, and, and like. Um, oh, Rudy T. You know what? We're like, we're removed enough from this. We can be honest about this. We had a weird relationship with that sponsor, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a perfect relationship. And uh, sometimes he would come through for us and sometimes he, he was a mess. Um, and the whole thing with, you know, we were supposed to do something with Vince Young and then Vince Young didn't even show up. Uh, he showed up like 30 minutes late for the signing. Um, like there's just, there were different times and, 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 and moments that were, that were weird with that particular arrangement and that sponsor. He's the reason we still to this day have Nerd Thug Sports. Right. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a weird thing 
And then out of the blue, it was like, hey, next week, do you guys want to interview Rudy T? It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we still talking about the same Rudy T? Like, heck yeah. Um, it was definitely one of the more surprising moments. It was a cool thing, right? Like, he basically, he, 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 and I'm sure that story's been told somewhere. I, I I never, I didn't bother to look, but I'm sure it's been told. Where essentially they, he was, he reveals in the interview the ABA was rigged. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, pick a city, any city, and that's who will get your draft pick. Okay. That was interesting. Oh, that was really interesting. Also, the 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 advice Steve was getting from his agent to ask for the million dollars in cash. Yeah, that was particularly smart. And then it winds up the ABA couldn't recover the check. Right, they couldn't even do it. That was impressive. So there's been some cool things. There's been some weird things. What's your favorite weird thing that's happened? Oh, definitely the convention that shall not be named. I guess. Oh, the um, what was it called? Sports talk or something like that? Sports track or Sportify? Is that what they were calling it? Yeah, there you go. They they were trying to call it Sportify, which there's no way that was ever going to get off the ground. That was was, that was that was super weird. You know what? In hindsight, like nothing ever even came out of us doing that. No. Like, like, at the time, we were like, this was good for us, though, still. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was one of those, yeah, you know what? That's not totally fair. Uh, Willie got to meet Carlos Correa. Like, oh, no, you know, like, personally, like, it wasn't, like, the worst experience ever. But, like, it was just weird and, like, nothing really came of it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, because then they wanted us to produce, like, a video for them for free and all that. And it was like, uh, that was that was such a weird um, I guess the the quick thirty second version of that we uh the owner the we got approached by a guy who wanted to advertise his sports convention and he told us that if we had him on the air to talk about it that they would give us a table and space and electricity and let us give us access to the athletes let us do interviews and all sorts of backstage stuff so we agree we have him on we honor our part and then literally what, like two days before the convention? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was like two days before the convention. Out of the blue, he texts me, oh, convention's canceled. Um, we're, we're, not, we're not doing it. We're pulling out. Well, I already gave him the airtime, so I wasn't, I wasn't pulling out of anything. I, I didn't agree to that. Um, so I followed up, and I reached out to the people who were running it, and I told him who we were, and I told him how I gave them advertising and how they owe me, basically. <laughs> and they gave us the table space. And they gave us backstage passes, but then they told us that they would do nothing to give us access to the players. So the players could talk to us if they wanted to. If they didn't want to, they wouldn't have to. Right. Um, which meant none of them talked to us. Because they were there for their own thing. They were there to make money. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson, when he came in for his signing his helmets, he basically posted, he posted an Instagram video filming all the helmets and then he put dollar sign, dollar sign, getting that check. Nice. That was his Instagram post for that day. Like they were just there to get paid for sure. Oh, but I mean, listen, that's their business. They were there signing a, a thousand helmets. Like it is what it is. Right. So, but yeah, uh, it was a mess, but it was interesting. 
That's probably my most interesting thing, too. My most... That or... Um... Going to the cons in Louisiana. Those were fun. I love those. Those are those some are of my favorite trips. trips. Those were good trips. Um, but those were ABC cons, and we put together that great video the first year, and then the second year when we went, I just blew out my voice drinking, and we couldn't do anything. <laughs> it was a great time. Uh, we had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> For a man who does radio, you have a surprisingly frail voice. Listen, there's nothing tough about me anymore. I am I am the most broken 36 you're ever going to find. Um, a stiff breeze could ruin me. I'm not under any illusion about that. It's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> if the wind goes the wrong way, it's all over. It's all over. Um... I guess we'll jump out to a break here. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys, and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so. Uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses, local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open. They require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much, and stay safe, and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to check out the podcast, which drops at 3 p.m. and is available on essentially everywhere. Um, we've been running a contest where if you like, share, subscribe, you can win a prize. Now, during this week, that's not happening. We have a winner announced on the Facebook page right now. Uh, you should go check that out. Um, and then starting... 
this Friday, we're announcing details of a new contest. Yeah, this, uh, this is a big one. You're going to keep your eyes peeled for this. I'm excited. It's going to be a big prize. A big prize, big contest. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Um, so all of that being said, what's uh, what's going on, man? Doing all right? How's it? Yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do uh, Adventure Begins right here. We'll tell everybody about the, our friends, the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more. All right. The Adventure Begins comics, games, and more. They have finally returned to normal store hours. Yeah, normal store hours. Yes, right. Uh, So they're open until midnight on Friday and Saturday, and Sunday through Tuesday, 11 to 8, and Wednesday and Thursday, they're open from 11 to 10. So finally back in it, regular hours, everything's doing well. Uh, they're having uh, more events back in. They got Friday night Icoria Sealed Standard Tournament on June 19th at 6 uh, for $25. First place gets a one premium and one regular Icoria promo pack. Second place gets a regular uh, Icoria promo pack. And third gets uh, another regular promo pack. And there's a participation Theros promo pack while supplies last. So you can get yourself a lot of value there. Have some fun in some sealed tournaments. Icoria is a really cool set. Uh, I feel like you're saying my you, name every time. Icoria. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it. Uh, and they're hosting an awesome BOGO event for Devere America's Games on June 18th. So you can play test their games and you buy one and get one uh, free. So that's That'll a huge value. Thursday. That's this Thursday. Yeah, June 18th. So big deal, big sale. Uh, you can come play test the games you want. Uh, and they're also having uh, a giveaway. They have uh, Paris, uh, Paris City of Lights, the color monster, Rat, Ratza? It's like pizza, but with rats, I guess. I don't know. Ratzia. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, fast Food Fear and Michael Strogoff. So those are they're giving those away. Uh, and they're also doing, they also have the Wizards of the Coast Love Your Local Game Store promos. That starts the 13th of June, which I think is today. Yeah, that's right. Nope, it starts it was, today. Uh, started yesterday, actually. It did really? Oh, yeah, it did. It started yesterday. No, it started uh, Saturday. Saturday. Uh, so they have Reliquy Tower and uh, Mecha Godzilla promos, which are really cool. Uh, if you haven't seen these, these are just some super nice arts, and they're in foil, so they're really pimped out. Um. So it's really cool. So head on down to Adventure Begins, get you some promos, uh, and just uh, have a great time. They're a fantastic store, wonderful staff, great place to be. They do have table space available. That's right. Um, Also, the summer camps are open back up now, so Monday through Friday from 11 to 4. There's different things scheduled for the kiddos to do. Um, Look, it's summer. We got to get back to summer Got to figure something out. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the adventure begins. Summer's supposed to be fun. More. Yeah, you know, that I read that somewhere. I did. I also read that it's Hot Girl Summer, so I've been working on my twerk. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ready either way. Right. Uh, yeah, so it's the adventure begins, comics, games, and more, right there on 1488. Um, they board loyalty points for the more money you spend, which sometimes you can use to save a bunch of money when you buy Age of Apocalypse action figures. It's true. We have first-hand account of that. 
Um, yeah, man. So, all right. What's been, you know what, you know, what one thing I was thinking about. So, okay. Been, we're coming up on this Friday is going to be the 300th episode of nerd thug radio, which makes this two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird to think about some of the things that wouldn't have been possible without doing nerd thug radio. Uh, some of the stuff that we've started that continues and we don't need, this isn't me trying to take credit. There's still anyone's thunder. This is just stuff that's happened in four years and it's turned into other stuff for other people. Um, mm-hmm. The nerd news now originally was supposed to be Miss Jin. It's her show, uh, but she originally asked us to do it. Um, and we just didn't have the time, but we were already doing the game show stuff with her. Uh, we were also doing, uh, what was that called? We were, we were playing the video games with Justin for Woodlands Online. Oh, I don't know. I was never invited. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and the behind the scenes on stuff like that for, for, I guess we'll pull the curtain all the way back is you live on the other side of town. Yeah. And back then we were doing everything in person. We did nothing remote. Um, and so we were already recording Thursday nights and Sunday nights in downtown Conroe. So Nico was already getting home at like one in the morning on Friday um, and then going to school because you were still in high school. Yeah. And then this was another night during the week where at like 1030, Joey and I would drive back up to Conroe and go into the studio at a... Uh, it, it was some studio the Woodlands Online has up there on, like, Egypt Road on 1488. Like, way up there. Um, So, for Nico, it would have been another, like, impossible night for him. Right. Because um, we were getting out of there. We were doing, like, two or three episodes at a time. So, we're sitting there playing, like, three games at once. um, And recording it all. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. It was great. Um, it... it it was a little ahead of its time. The sponsors weren't there yet. Nobody was ready yet. It wasn't. It wasn't what it could have been. Um, right. Stream, streaming wasn't really a thing yet. Uh, there was streaming happening, but it wasn't. Like Twitch was still more for gamers than anything else. I think Critical Role was still kind of rumbling yeah, but it wasn't this was, like, this was this was several years ago at this point yeah yeah this is over two and a half years ago three years ago minimum so a lot of these things just weren't what they are now right um which is weird to think about that we've been doing this for so long <laughs> it's, it, the landscape has changed tremendously in, in think, uh, yeah because i think i was 17 at the time maybe 18 i just turned 18 yeah you had just turned 18 because because I was in, I was, I think I was starting my like my freshman year of college. Yes, and it was still like a weird thing where it was like, okay, but Nico would be getting home at one on a, on a Wednesday morning or whatever, and it's like, yeah, don't even, I'm, it's not even worth it. Um, and like your parents loved that you were doing this with us, but then like, I would still get phone calls from dad about your schedule, and I'd be like, dad, like I don't know what you want me to say. He's twenty, he's nineteen, he's like he's either in or he's out. Like these are things that we have to be doing. Um, you know, and he wants to be a part of it. And I think it's a good thing for him. Uh, like, but he's got to either be there or not. And he's like, okay, fine. I get it. I understand. But like <laughs> every single time he'd be like, is there no one else who could do it? And it's like, well, 
if someone else is doing it, they can't be there. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't have just space laying around for people to just show up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was definitely, it, it is weird to think about just how much it's changed. So for us, like, okay, when I did the interview with Will Holland on his show, he had me download this Anchor app. And mm-hmm. it was so straightforward. When we started, we didn't even know what a podcast was. We, right. Anchor didn't exist for several years after that, too. Right. We literally had to look up what an RSS feed was. And it used to be you generated one and you had to like assign it to a place. So we had to go through those first steps totally on our own back in the day. And listen, I know that we're literally complaining about something that's super easy now. We sound like the guy who walked four miles in the snow to go to school. I get it. But it was just so vastly different in such a short amount of time. Yeah. When I clicked on this Anchor thing to do the interview with Will Holland, and the first thing the Anchor asked me is like, do you want to start a podcast? I was like, oh, God. Like, this is like, this is so much better and easier than anything we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, the technology has changed. I actually, today I would tell people, if people ask us all the time, hey, I want to start my own, I want to have my own, me, 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 me. Um, and if, if you recently have asked me that, yes, I was doing you. It was you. I was doing an impression of you. Um, <laughs> he literally, like people, people ask me all the time, hey, I want to make a podcast. Uh, honestly, the advice I give right now is don't. <laughs> don't. There's there's a million of them. Be the first in a new format or be the best at what you do. Those are the only two choices. And I know that we're not the best at what we do, but we know that and we've targeted that and we keep trying to get better um, because I know we're not going to be the first. Like Nerd Thug Radio is not going to be a TikTok. And I know that. And so because I know that, I've just shifted back over to the other thing. Let's right. let's just be the best podcast we can be. Um, but if I was starting one today, I don't. I wouldn't start a podcast today. I would start something else completely. A docu series, if you would. But those are already now like a thing. I would totally have. A, oh my god, the Nerdthug Radio docu series though would just be terrible because it would be like, <laughs> it would just be like us fumbling around for the first like two and a half seasons if we got that far. <laughs> Like, we don't even have, there's never been, like, any really compelling, I don't know, maybe there has, maybe there's, maybe it's all been compelling. There's definitely cool, there's definitely cool stories, like, that have been had, but, like, a lot of them feel, like, incredibly personal. <laughs> oh, I'm writing a tell-all book when it's all said and done. So, oh, anything no. you think, anything you think that hasn't come out, that won't come out, 200%. Just yeah. Yeah, I I control everything that leaves this show, but I I know one day that I'm just gonna be like you know what, f it, and then like the world's gonna end like end. <laughs> I definitely I don't remember is it you or Colt who has like hours and hours of all the unaired stuff. Uh, Colt probably has more because I'm I'm incredibly efficient with my recording, but ooh ooh that's a that's a call out directly. Oh like, man. I can, I can. I can. You know what? It's, it's tough to argue that because in back-to-back weeks, Colt did first burn me, and then he burned. Uh, Was it uh, the old Adam uh, Smasher? Yep. Yeah, Adam Smasher came on the show, and and and, and Colt 
just hung them out to dry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Ah, man, those those were good times though. I mean, those are those were fun times. Good times. Um, there's been a lot of interesting stuff that's happened on the show. That's for sure. Um, I guess we got a little bit of time here. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, uh. So there's a show I watched on Netflix. Like we've talked about the entirety is, of this episode. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be an anime? No, it's not. Well, it's animated, but it's not like anime. I uh, swear to God, if it sucks, I'm I'm gonna just pivot back to me. Uh, All right, go ahead. Do your anime. Uh, it's not. It's it's from the creator of Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward. Uh, I'd mentioned the series yeah, like a while ago to you. I don't know if we did it on air yeah. or not. Uh, it's called the Midnight Gospel, and uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I've seen it on there, and it definitely is clearly in the style of Adventure Time. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like it's it's his weird like kind of blobby character design, and like it's yeah. a it's a really weird concept, but it's it's interesting. It's it 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 takes a really weird approach. So like. The actual show and what they talk about in it are kind of separated. Uh, in what way? So basically, the the basis of the show is, it's I think it's like six episodes long, maybe like eight. I don't remember. But each of the episodes is basically a podcast between uh, the main character and one or maybe two other people, and it's basically. It's like it's like a podcast, but then there's like an entire like animated story around it that doesn't really hold any bearing on like the conversation, but it's just like something neat to look at and has its own like little world. This it's, is bizarre. Okay, it's it's very bizarre, um, but it has like one of the most powerful endings I have ever watched. All right. Okay, you've at least intrigued me there. Uh, it. I guess I have to check it out. It left me sobbing. It was incredibly sad, but uplifting. The end? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is interesting. All right. Uh, and this was there was not a dry eye in the room. This is we watched this with the the whole family. And it's called the Midnight Gospel, huh? The Midnight Gospel. It is one of like. And the whole thing, like, the conversations they have are interesting. Like, the first one's about, like, drugs and, like, its role in society. Uh, another one is about, like, like, magic and, like, the kind of, like, pseudoscience world that, like, some people live in. And then the last episode is just just a straight heartbreaker. Um, I'm not going to say anything more about it because it's like, you need to watch it to just really just envelop yourself in it. It is the saddest, most powerful television I've probably ever watched. Wow. Okay. That's listen, you, you suck at selling stuff to people. That was a compelling sell. So, uh, you, you have my attention. Uh, all right. I guess I'll have to check this out then. Um, okay. All right. Well done. Well done. Um, Thank you. This has I been my TED talk. Something. <laughs> I, uh, I I started watching something interesting on uh, Netflix the other night just because I wanted to take a break from serial things. Mm-hmm. I thought like this would be interesting. Um, so I'm from the '90s era. Okay, that's my era of comedy, of icons, of pop culture, of references. Like that is my time frame of stuff. Right. Right. Um. 
So right now, a lot of these guys are kind of going through like a like a weird return. David Spade, Adam Sandler, um, Rob Schneider. A lot of these '90s guys are kind of coming back, dipping their toes back in stuff. Dave Chappelle, even though he's more of a '2000s guy, Chris Rock. These guys are all kind of coming back um, in a different way now. Their their status has changed, and so it's interesting to see them come back. Um, their role in the world of comedy is now different because now what they were doing then has been recognized as great now. Um, Adam Sandler, by the way, in Uncut Gems is on Netflix. You absolutely need to watch it. Uh, the first two hours and 20 minutes of this movie is crazy. The last 15 minutes is the craziest 15 minutes of a movie you're ever going to see. Ooh, I'm sold. I'm in. Yeah, um, you got to watch that. But so Rob Schneider does a show called Real Rob, and it's him and his real-world wife and their baby doing essentially a sitcom version of their life. <laughs> That's great. And, it, and it's, it's funny because I don't know how much is real and how much isn't real. And it's funny because there, he, he uses, it shows him using things that have happened in his life on like in, it does like clips of his stand up comedy in as well. Um, it's all very well integrated. It's well made. It is written and directed by him. That's cool. uh, and so, all of a sudden, Rob Schneider, who was like the bit guy on this team, he was like the character. He was like the voice guy on Saturday Night Live. He was like making the coffee, making cuppies, seeing double. Like he was always just like a voice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he just had like funny modulations to his voice. And now here's him writing and directing. He was always like a weird bit character in Adam Sandler movies. You can do it. And like it, this is like following his real life in a sitcommy way. So like a lot of people keep walking up to him and telling him you can do it, and he's like, "Hey, I appreciate it, thanks, man." They're like, "Big fan, Rob, big fan, the manimal." Like he he made terrible movies, like, but it doesn't shy away from that. Like it's interesting. It fully embraces um, his his past. It does, and like so, his wife, who by the way is smoking hot, and she's a Mexican television producer. Uh, and she's 29 and he's 50. Like, I mean, it's exactly what you think it is in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so anyway, they hire a, a, a nanny and she hires, she's trying to do a male um, cabaret show. So there's all these just incredibly attractive men walking in and out of the house all the time. And he's like, honey, I don't know how comfortable I am with this. And she's <laughs> like, it's okay, babe. I don't care. Um <laughs> And so she hires one of them to be the nanny. And and at first he thinks that the guy is gay, so he's cool with it. Then he finds out the guy isn't gay, and he's like, wait, this isn't okay. And like, I, don't, I don't want this guy to be our nanny. And she goes, babe, we're doing what every other Hollywood couple does. We're getting a hot nanny. It's okay. And he's like, no, it's a hot nanny for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, there's a lot of funny stuff to it. There's a lot of comedy in it. It's it's got a lot of heart too. It's not terrible, but it's funny because like he does, he kind of breaks every rule, like every modern rule of comedy that they have right now, where he talks about the different races, different ethnicities. Like he he doesn't hold things back. Um, but it's interesting because I don't know if he's just not important enough for people to be mad about, or if he's doing it from a good place and so people are letting it slide. I can't tell. I don't know. Um, but it's interesting. It's like an old comics view on a new world. Hmm. It's funny. He's in a peach. He's in a pitch meeting with Fox with Fox Entertainment, 
and they were like, hey, this was these were these were some great ideas. Uh, first question: Do you have to be in them? <laughs> and you can see him processing in his head. At first, he was like, well, I mean, these are my ideas. Uh, I mean, maybe like as a producer, I could be involved, or uh, well, no, well, no. I mean, yeah, I think I could be. I, I think I should be in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just pretty good. Um, All right. We're kind of up against it here. We're going to jump out. I want to thank everybody for listening. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay healthy. Stay well. Stay awoke. Fight the power of Black Lives Matter. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash. Uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out. And if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so. Uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.